Well, bless the Lord's and greetings, saints of God. We bring you greetings on this happy Mother's Day, May 8th, 2022, recording live from Emerson, Arkansas. God does have a word for his people. Let's open with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this time of fellowship, the actual opportunity for Triple C Podcast to prayerfully spread the good news of Jesus Christ and to healthily hopes, hope somebody be a blessed, blessed saint of God this day. Open our ears and our eyes and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, my Lord, my strength, and my Redeemer. Bless every listener today in Jesus' name. Amen. Today, this happy Mother's Day to all those mothers that's listening uh, by way of Triple C Podcast. We want to just do a tribute today, uh, all the way live from Emerson, Arkansas. And today we want to do an honorary message out of Proverbs 31, verses 10 through. So permit me to read and then I'll give you the topic of today's podcast. Proverbs chapter 31, starting at verse number 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? The heart of her husband doeth safely trust in her, so that she shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ship. She bringeth forth, she bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planted a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengthened her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle and her hands hold the, uh, the staff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. Yea, she reacheth forth her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates. When he sitteth among the elders of the land, she maketh fine linen and selleth it and delivereth it, delivereth it girdles unto the merchant. May God bless us all the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. This is titled today, What Does Love Have to Do With It? As we look at the virtuous woman, we look at 2022 and we see all the things that has happened. And again, I say happy Mother's Day to you mothers and every grandmother and every aunt and every sister that has had to fill the role of a mother. We commend you, we honor you, and we bless you on this day. But a few things that God would have, and we won't have a very long podcast today because we just wanted to pay homage and tribute to all of those who have gone on before in the name of the Lord. The, the biggest thing out of Proverbs 31, when you think about what does love have to do with it, you think about the actual things that mothers have to endure. The mother is what? She's the first teacher of the children. She's the matriarch of the family. She's the one who has to do the things. And traditionally, the men would go out and work and the mothers would tend to the home and they would be the first school teacher, the first doctor, the first nurse, the first handmaiden, the first everything in the life of their children. Now, they don't have as many children today as they did back in the earlier years. But here we are, we see and hear and understand and know that a mother's worth is still valued and still good. We understand and realize what they bring forth to her house. Here's what she said in the scriptures, and we'll put out a few things. The, the, the writer 
Solomon writes, who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doeth safely trust in her. That man, he realizes the value and the worth of what she brings to the actual orchestration of her home. It is paramount. God has done it. God does it continuously. He says in his word, she will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She adds that wealth of knowledge, that wealth of wisdom, the things that's needed to go forward in the name of the Lord. She brings those things out and she does those things to make sure that her household is secure. It's the things that we see and we experience that God has shown through her life. He says it this way. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. That's a mother that in that kitchen baking, teaching the children how to do those necessary things as we call domesticated. Those are the things that we learned that the modern day mother oftentimes is become less and less in the modern day technical advances of society. But we pay tribute looking backwards historically for all the things that has happened. He says it. She's like a merchant ship. Do you understand what a merchant ship is? A merchant ship brings goods and supplies and the things that's needed. That mother's nocturnal instinct to be that first protector of her children is like a cub, a mother bear protecting her cubs. That mothering spirit. What does love have to do with it? The, the writer continues to expound upon and he brings it out, out of scripture. If you just go back and listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying, she, she bringeth forth food from afar. That mother, and I'm telling you, we've experienced it through our lives coming up down here in Arkansas. We would see our moms, they could make a meal to feed their families out of a few dollars. Amen. We remember, and I tell you, I'm an experienced liver of it myself. I've seen Sister Sharp come forward and bless it. Now, granted, we only had a family of four, but she was able to take and still can do it, even though it's just she and I, can take a little bit of nothing and make it spread to feed an army. Amen. That's God-given wisdom, talent, knowledge, skills, and abilities. That's something you can't buy. That's something God breathes into a person, that bursts in a person, that materializes and matures in a person. That's what God does for a mother. And like I said, it may not be your biological mother. It may be your aunt. It may be your grandmother. It may be your sister that has raised you. That mother's love is instinct. And not all the time is it by the bloodline that a mother is a mother. It's a role that God puts in those and for all those prospective mothers. You hear and you hear these stories. Take root, take hold of what God has allowed you to hear and what you're hearing now because you will benefit and make the next generation of babies, of infants and toddlers become, and you don't know what they will become in their future. Let's move on this morning. Here's what he says also. He says, she riseth up while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her handmaidens. Here's what I'll tell you in our translation for what we remember Sundays. Sundays, they didn't cook dinner. They cooked dinner on Saturday in preparation for Sunday. That's the old school way of doing things. That means, and this is what I want you to extract out of that analogy. That analogy meant her mind and her heart was always and is always forward thinking how she's going to bless her household, how she's going to bless her children. That's what she does. She sees past 
the problems and the mistakes and does her best to make sure that our household is secure. Amen to mothers. That's what we're doing today. We're paying homage and respect to the mothers on Mother's Day. He says in verse 16, she considereth a field and buyeth it. There's a wisdom that Abraham's wife had and God told Abraham, listen to Sarah. God, when that wife rises up and knows that she means well for her family, there's something that God matures and builds up in that wife, in that mother, in that daughter that lets them know that God has a work that he's doing in them. And she's only trying to exhibit that to her household. How do we correlate that work of a mother's love? That's a love that should disseminate across all ethnicities. It's a love that should disseminate across all racial colors and creeds and nationalities. Love, amen, is not a color. Love is a God-given practice, but God instills in his believer. He says it this way, when she considered that field, she buys it. What does that mean? That means she knows how to make the save pocket to make the save purse that she knows and see it, that it'll benefit her household and it'll benefit her family. That's the forward thinking, the ingenuity that God puts in her mother that she had and now she's displaying it. The author is expounding to let us know the worth of a good woman, the worth of a mother. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengtheneth her arms. That means that she's able to do many things abundantly above all that a human mind can think. God has a way of instilling in that mother something that no doctor can diagnose. God has a unique way of maturing a mother. If you've never seen childbirth, if you've never seen them go through a cesarean operation, if you've never seen them to nurture up a child and to be that first teacher, it is nothing nice. It's nothing to play with. Is what you see is earth work happening at its fullest. God's got a unique way of showing it. He says in verse 18, and we'll get close to closing out because we won't do a long podcast on today, but I'm loving what God is doing. And this literally, saints of God is hot off the wire. It's not pre-recorded. It's not pre-written. It's God-given. God breathed that ruach, that breath to let us know that some point throughout our life, we need to stop and go back. If we went to those cemetery plots and we represented brothers and sisters who couldn't go to those cemetery plots, we did that in honor of, in the name of the Lord. He says it this way. She layeth her hand to the spindle and her hands to the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor. She sees the need not only of her children, but she makes just enough that she can not only take care of her family, but she can give extra to the stranger. That's a love that's disseminating and that's dissolving as we advance in our modern day culture. It's some of the things that we've gotten away from that I think that we should bring back. I pray that God, even though we're moving and we are aging, we pray that our daughters and our daughters' daughters will continue on and carry on learning how to cook, learning how to domesticate while they're still educating and getting their degrees and working in corporate America. You can have the balance with the help of God. You can be able to not only still be a mother to your children, be a wife to your husband, to be an eternal instinct to your household, but you also can work in corporate society and God has a way of bringing the kind of balance that you need so that you don't lose your mind.
Now, I will go on the opposite. We did see a many of mothers throughout history lose their self-worth because they lived by the auspices of that man. They lived under the name of that man. They lived under the authoritiship of that man. And they didn't learn how to do a lot of things outside of that culture of home. God wants you to be. God says, be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. When God joins us together, he said, let no man put asunder. God's got a way of maturing you. Amen. Now, let me just drop this caveat. Even though the man should be the spiritual lead of his home, even though the man should be out there making sure that he's the ultimate protector, God sends you what? A helpmeet. God made out of Adam, he made Eve out of man derived woman. When he allowed him to lay down and go to sleep, he distracted a rib from him. And out of that, he made woman. So God said, I will give you a help me. He realized it was not good for man to be alone. God's got a unique way of making the first family. And God's got a way of building it up and doing it if we follow the leading of God. I'll get ready to bring the podcast to a slow close here in just a second. But let me finish a few verses and then we will shut it down. As he says in the scripture, and this is what Solomon writes, she is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all of her household are clothed with scarlet. Scarlet is a color purple, and the color purple re uh, residents with royalty. She sees her children and her husband as, as not just commoners. She sees an ability to do above and beyond the human norm, and she sees something in them. A wife, a good one, brings the best out of a husband. That husband becomes better because of the wife. That help meet mentality. It's not a dictatorship. It's a partnership that God wants to nurture and to build up and make it that the children prayerfully, and we understand it doesn't happen uh, all the time and quite a bit in the modern day household that there's a lot of single parent households, but then God's initial design was that the father and the mother be that leadership style for their family. But I must tell you, there's been a whole lot of single mother's homes that's blessed and their children grew up to become great in many things in their life. So let's not get it twisted. I'm not just saying that if you don't have this model, you won't be blessed. But what I am saying is, again, I'm just literally trying to pay homage to that mother who's been a mother like no other. Amen. In the name of the Lord, she maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders and the land. Why? Because that home is beautified. There's something about the love that disseminates in that home. And what we realize is this. When she maketh that fine linen and she selleth it and delivereth the girdles unto the merchant, she's doing that for the, for the betterment of her home. What does love have to do with it? For the Bible says, and now I'll take it to John 3, 16. For out of this, for God said, for God said it this way, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You probably say, well, preacher, what has got to do with the mother? The love that God gave to everyone who will believe is the same kind of love that God has instilled in a mother who's opened her heart to the leading, the teaching, and the 
spiritual guidance of God. What I'm trying to show you is the correlation between the love that God has for his children and that the love that a mother can have for her family. I'm trying to show you the correlation that God loves us even when we make mistakes, that he loves us enough to forgive us, that a mother can love and she doesn't. She loved her child. She loved her children so much. Even when you do wrong, even when you didn't do what was right, even when you disobeyed, even when you disrespected, even when you didn't look to the hills and realize that you had wealth in your presence. God is the same way. We disrespect God. We denounce sometimes. We deny sometimes. We forget. We stumble. We trip and we fall. And the love of God still showers us with grace and mercy. That mother has the ability to shower her children. Think about the mama who's got a son on lockdown. Think about the mama who's got a son in the local jail. She does her best to get to him or get to her to put on their books, to love on them. When they got someone who's sick, think about the mother who has a paraplegic child. Think about the mother who has that child who's what they call autistic, but yet they love on them. They love them unconditionally. That's the kind of love that God puts in a person who humbles himself and opens the heart to the love of God. Amen. As we get ready to close this short podcast today from Triple Triple C Podcast, we just want you to know that mothers... We pay homage to you. Mothers, we lift you up today. Mothers, the mothers that have gone on, we remember them now for all the things that they did. When life got hard, they never gave up. When life got difficult, they never quit. When life got tumultuous, they never stopped fighting. You're talking about the true grit, the true grind, where we get it from, it's instilled in us. And I tell you now, and I encourage you to look back and as you remember and reflect on this Mother's Day, I want you to reflect on all the wisdom, the knowledge, the love, and the things that they taught you. It's in you now. Let those things come out and you show the next generation how it's supposed to be done. You show the generation now that you don't abandon your children. You show the generation now how you love on them in spite of. You show the generation now that they can do it if they allow God to mature their mind and to mature their heart and allow God to show them the way. You show this generation and prayerfully we can continue in our in our future lineage of our children as our children have children and our children's children have children. We pray that the love that God works in and through us and works in through the mother that it will carry on for generations to come. I tell you today as we close this short Triple C podcast, we thank you now and we remember mamas in such a way. We thank you for all that you did. Without a mother, you wouldn't be here. Hello, Holy Ghost. And we thank you now. If your mother is still living, bless on her, love on her. Amen. If you can't go visit her, give her a call. If you can't do that and she's become technically savvy, send her a text. Do something to let her know that you appreciate her, that you love her. And for every sister that filled the role of a mother in the absence of a mother, you love on them unconditionally. And for every grandmother that's still living, for every aunt that's living to be a mother to her nephews and her nieces, that's now your mother. You love on them in spite of. Though they may not 
have birthed you biologically, but yet if they're loving on you like a mother, you love them back and you pay homage, you pay respect and you bless them all the balance, the days of their life. Love on them in the love of Jesus Christ. And this is Tony with Triple C Podcast. We're going to close with a prayer and we believe that God has a way of showing us that he loves us through our mothers. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we love on you, God, thank you for loving on us through our mothers. We thank you now because here we are. I thank you for all you've done. Though our mothers have gone on to be with the Lord, we thank you for every mother that's still alive. We remember you this day in Jesus' name. May you be blessed until the Triple C Podcast signing off until we come again. We remember you in just a little bit of music by Shirley Caesar just to let the spirit of ambiance love on you through your mother in Jesus' name.